0: my brother.
1: Broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What Our Word from the Lord Radio Show. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler. And this radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B Media Production at the Carolina Studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just grateful for the privilege to bring you a program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis if you'd like to contact us while we're on the air give me a call to the live show at 713-955-0508 or you can go to the blog talk radio website and listen to the show live there you will find this show on page one of that website there are over 1800 shows that are live at this hour on that website and by the grace of god you will find this show on page number one of that website. Isn't God good? If you have any questions or comments for any of my special guest speakers or my co hosts on this broadcast, you can send your emails to butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com or you can call Stevie B's Media Production at the Carolina Studio at 910 491 6405. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free. To contact us before we go into this program this evening i would ask that you would bow with me in a word of prayer that we may thank god for this opportunity our most kind gracious loving heavenly father the father our lord and savior jesus christ father we thank you for this day we thank you for allowing us to go through the various activities of the day and placing it on our hearts that we are on this broadcast and we're prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine We pray that you will be with my special guest speakers on the show this evening, Paul Sanders and Kevin Moore, as they break into our listeners the bread of life. Also, my special guest in the community corner, Lamar N. Robinson, as he serves our communities with his various talents and gifts to uplift our neighbors. We pray that you will bless them and their families that support their efforts. They may continue to sow the seed of the kingdom. While We pray that you will bless our listeners who are tuning in this radio broadcast via Blog Talk Radio, as well as through social media. We pray that they may listen well, that they may consider their eternal stance before you and their hearts may be pricked. That will cause them to ask the question, what must I do to be saved? Father, we thank you so much for sending the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We're just so grateful for his precious sacrifice on Calvary's cross. for We recognize that without such a sacrifice, we would not have a hope of eternal life. Father, even now, we ask you to forgive us. For the transgressions of our own heart, we know our flesh is weak, and we often fall short of thy will. For we pray that you will continue to bless us and keep us and love us all the days of our lives, and that we have been faithful until death. For we pray that you will save us. For it's in Christ's
2: name we do ask it all. Amen. You are listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Now, in the first segment, we have a special edition that we have added to the show tonight. My special guest speaker is Paul Sanders, and he will be giving us a presentation of the celebration of the life of evangelist Franklin Florence Sr. of the Central Church of Christ there in Rochester, New York. And in the community corner, my special guest is Lamar N. Robinson. He's from Baltimore, Maryland. He has the business, Kingdom Business Clothing. And we're looking forward to hearing. Uh, what rob uh, lamar is doing to serve in our communities and then to close out the show my special guest speaker is kevin moore he serves as the evangelist with the selma church of christ here in selma north carolina he'll be making his proclamation of the gospel of christ to close out the show so open up your bibles and then open your minds after the break we have our special edition by my special guest speaker paul sanders enjoy the show
2: you're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show.
0: From your mind all right, you worshipers. forget about all the troubles that was brought in our love rings, Give it over to God. Yeah. I want you to know right now at this time, wow. we got to give him praise. Let everybody worship the, the Lord Let's worship the Lord Oh, come on sing, it's worthy Raticate Raticate from your mind Everything, All everything thing. All the, pain,
3: mind and the pain. All pain and suffering Let your trouble make Let
0: me. it breathe the it breathe Come. And you might have brought some triad. You might have some tribulations here this morning. You might be weary, but I can't.
2: You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special edition. Now my special guest speaker, Paul Sanders from the Smithsonian Church of Christ in Florence, Alabama.
4: Hey, praise the Lord. I'd like to say, first of all, that we'll give all glory, praise, and honor to God today. Thank you so much for uh, thinking enough of us to share on this beautiful occasion tonight. Uh We are just certainly happy and delighted to be in the presence of brother stevie Stevie b and well, I, I guess our lives kind of touch each other way back a long time ago, <clears throat> and so I just thank God for him and the great work that he is doing and all of those that lives and souls that he's touching and we'll just give God glory, praise, and honor. I want to thank uh Stevie again for this idea that we could come together being that this is February and this is African this is our uh black history month. And he has asked me to come and to say uh a few words uh, relative to uh my friend and mentor, brother um brother Franklin Delador Roosevelt Franklin. Amen. And it just brings great joy to my heart. And I uh, talked to uh, his sons and they, and to make sure that everything would be okay for me to do this. And uh, they had given me to go ahead. And I'm thankful and grateful to the Lord for uh, them instilling such confidence in me as I come with God's eternal word. First of all, I would like to give all honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who does all things well, and to the Florence uh, family, and uh, that includes Franklin and Clifford, and and all of the uh, other fam- uh, all the members of the family. Um, I'm just delighted and pleased to be able to to have an honor, although his. Uh, Eulogy, his uh, funeral was up on uh, Saturday. I got a chance to uh, watch uh, that streaming live on Saturday, I mean on Friday and Saturday. Um, It was an outstanding, outstanding way to send off a great man of God. And so today I'm going to kind of go through it today and connect it to, uh, to this month of February. As being our Black History Mutt. First of all, I would like to give honor to to the Central Church of Christ in Rochester. I've been fortunate to do meetings there and got to know some of the members there very, very well. And it just um, I just enjoyed going when I was able to go. And and I worked uh, with uh, Brother Florence in some evangelism and um him, brother uh R C Wells and and the rest of the group. We planted a church in uh Spring Valley, New York and and I was pleased and happy to have touched some of the great men of God uh on this time side of eternity. And I would like to give honor to Central uh, and you are in our prayers as continue to pray. Uh, Uh, In the behalf of the Florence's family It is a great honor to share A word uh, With you today and uh, In the person that we call The Dean of American Preachers Here's a man Who is extremely gifted Of course the favorite Of his gifts Is the gift of preaching But He was also blessed With the gift of humor and we used to love the you never could be in his presence unless um, he kept uh, a beautiful disposition all throughout his life <clears throat> and i dare to say that his timing in human in uh, uh in in this uh, humor uh was a uh, good as the modern comedian, he could have been a, a modern comedian if you chose to. There was a note a preacher once said and uh, that the world have notes, have their um, celebrities, they have their stars, they got their puffy cones. Uh, but in the Lord's Church, uh, we had a minister, Franklin Floyd. In words of Gardner Taylor he would say that um uh that that he knows uh um uh, puffy combs. In fact, he said he used to date the girl by the name of J Lo. Uh, sometimes they mistaken me for Puffy Combs. Amen. <laughs> hey, I think every it was just a great joy to be in the presence of these great preachers. And then, too, may I suggest to you that one of the greatest organizers in the history of the city of Rochester, all the way since Frederick Douglass, since that where he came up. And since the time that he walked the streets of Rochester, there has not been a greater organizer. Than Franklin Florence, longtime uh, Rochester civil rights leader, his legacy and his equality echoes across the land and across the country. Today, I would like to just take some time and to share some thoughts with you from uh, uh, about uh, Brother Florence, and uh, I mean we would just call him that everybody around the city of Rochester called Minister Florence. First thing, let's remember uh, that Minister Florence as he was widely known, was one of the most recognizable, controversial people in Rochester in the year after the 1964 riots. More than any other black leader in the city's history, he changed the call for civil rights from a request to a demand. He was and he is one of the most charismatic men I have ever met. In fact, uh, the late fight, that's the name of the organization uh, that we'll talk about a little later, whom uh, Brother Florence was, I mean, uh, Minister Florence was, um, the disciple of, he was fiery and a godly man, passion for justice. I don't know too many who can walk with him that did not revere him. But for him, you were either with him or against him. And man, if you were against him, you had a fight on your hand. Then we go back and to the beginning stages of Minister Florence. First thing I would like for you to remember that he was one of Brother Marshall Keeble's uh board preachers that would travel with Brother Marshall Keeble uh during the time uh uh during that particular time of NCI, which he also attended and graduated from. Franklin Delador Roosevelt Florence was born on August the 9th, 1933 in the city of Overtown neighborhood in Miami, Florida. And I need you to know a few things, that his mother was a domestic worker and his father was a railroad worker and ICE salesman. And he died when uh, Franklin was three years old. His mother remar- remarried a longshoreman who had been converted uh, to the Lord's church. Families, they, you can, uh, every evening, he had a tradition with his family was to read the Bible together every evening. Brother Florence uh Uh, became that board preacher under the influence of Brother Marshall Keeble, and he attended not just uh, a Church of Christ affiliation here in Nashville, but also he attended Pepperdine University in Los Angeles, California. Brother Florence spent five years preaching in Florida, taking a job in 1959, at the age of 25, as minister at the Rome Street Church of Christ in Rochester. He was paid $65 a week with lodging upstairs from the sanctuary for him, his wife, Mary, and his children. He first gained his local prominence as an advocate doing a series of police brutality cases involving the Rochester Police Department. And the most notorious uh, uh, incident involved a 28-year-old man by the name of Rufus Farewell who suffered two fractured vertebrae in a scuffle with the Rochester police. They thought that he was um, that he was breaking into the Plymouth Avenue gas station with when he was in fact an employee there, locking it up for the evening. Brother Florence developed a friendship with Malcolm X, who visited Rochester several times and was good friends together with. Uh, brother florence because he, he 5 days before his assassination he was coming from had been uh with uh brother florence that man he left he left us so proud of being black brother florence uh he recalled in a lengthy 1985 interview published in the upstate magazine Malcolm spoke for the man who was saying no more gradual for the system. Everything wrong about it. It had come to an end. He was visiting his family in Miami uh, in July of 1964 when the uh, Rochester uprose had an uprising taking place, Uh, but quickly. It returned. He returned back to the city, stood at the forefront of a nearly urgent for racial justice. The following summer, summer, he was elected president of Fight, the militant new black organization that was dominated uh, the local civil rights agenda in the crucial years to come. Now I want you to see the name. Fight, it comes from an acronym, freedom, integration, God, honor. Today, Minister Florence, he drew inspiration from Paul's exhortation when he wrote to his son Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 3 when he said, fight the good fight. For those who trust the people, it is Dawn of a new generation of hope. And Brother Florence said then, For those who fear the people, it is rightly a cause for fear and trembling. So here you can see, my friends, that Brother Florence was involved, actively involved, in trying to make others' lives better. It was in the moment of distress that I found myself and Minister Florence prayed for me. I must tell you, uh, you haven't been prayed for until, well, uh, uh, until Brother Franklin Florence would pray for you. It's true that America has lost a great preacher. It is true of us who... Set around and talk at the table. I can recall that uh, Brother Florence was in Chicago, and I was there too, and along with Brother Billy Washington and, and Daniel Harrison, all of us were sitting around the table, and, and Sister Hutton, uh, uh, Brother Hutton's uh, wife, had cooked us a beautiful breakfast, and we was all there just sitting and listening to these great, Uh, these great preachers as they uh, expound one to another. I never will forget this. See, that's why I can tell you today that America has lost a great preacher, and we have lost a great friend. Brother Florence could have been anything in the world that he wanted to be. He could have been excelled in any of these things that that he chose to do. If he would have been a poet, he would have been like Paul Lawrence Dunbar. If he would have been a novice, uh, he would have been another Tony Morrison. If he would have been uh, a doctor, he would be like Dr. Betata. And if uh, he was a, a physicist, he would have been like Marie Carey, but made him what made him he could have been anything that he wanted to be, but God made him a gospel preacher, and so for that, it brings great joy a heart into my life to know that we have walked together. Uh, and worked together, and did good works together. And several years ago, I can recall and remember some things that if we can share a thought or two with you while we still have time, notice that if you would, there was an outbreak. I had mentioned the fact that, hi, he was the president of fight, And then Minister Florence and several others, uh, they had gathered together so that they could have this opportunity of proposed an arrangement with Kodak in the city of Rochester and Xerox. Uh, and they had made this, uh, they had uh, minorities having and being trained for some of those positions or jobs with Xerox in Kodiak and Kodak, and still the dominant employee in the city of Rochester, were first in line. I want you to notice that uh, Kodak proved more resistant, starting with their founder, George Eastman. And, and Kodak had long been a, uh, a an adversary against that equal opportunity employment. And brother Florence, one reported that they did not precisely get little old ladies holding out a slot, a collection can. In other words, he was trying to get a get them making arrangements. For Kodak would hire 500 unskilled men and women with Fight the organization he was the president of, providing recruitment and counseling to the new hires and the consolation for Kodak. The company demurred in leading to an explosion that year of heat, heated negotiation in which Kodak's image in the community was badly damaged. Florence, Brother Florence warned in the early 1967 of the long, hot summer and he come in the orchestra in a mass, uh, a massive protest at the company's annual shareholder meeting in New Jersey, attracting media coverage across the country. I'm showing you that seven years, this brother, he was an active. He wasn't just about talk. He was about. Walk he was serious about what he did and who he was and and as a result of it, today we are celebrating him for his his for his life and what he deposited in the life of all of us, especially those who preaches this gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, if you had the opportunity to walk with him and walk by him and walk beside him, you would know that there is none other like unto an, an Franklin Delador Roosevelt Florence. What a word that would be if we continuously to look to him. There is a man. I'm going to look one more. I don't know, Brother Stevie, since you are on the other side of this, uh, maybe you can tell me when I have went long enough. Amen? I guess so.
0: <laughs>
4: but nevertheless, here is a gentleman by the name that that Brother Florence had a key ally all the time, and his name was Saul Alinsky, uh, known as the father of modern community organizing who encouraged an aggressive and attention-seeking um, approach to negotiation. And together through fight, they advocated the great black representative in the community agency, investigations into the police brutality, and the patriot of black-owned businesses. The organization advocated first for desegregation in the city of Rochester City School District, then for improvement of mostly black schools rather than a change to integrate one. The change in organization uh, has has the ideal to go and make uh, big headlines. I don't know about you today, but we thank God and a great, creature has fallen, and we give God glory for all the work. He made things just a little easier and just a little better. He left it better than he found it. And thank God for Brother Franklin Florence. I didn't come with a whole lot, but I tried to share with you about that because the eulogy has already been preached, and everything has already been dismissed. But I just want to say a word for my friend. God bless you, my brother. And let me share this last thought with you, that you might always go in peace. Because for a long time, uh, you know, we know the story of Brother Franklin Florence. But the United States needs to know the story of Brother Franklin Florence. Until next week, we want to give God all the glory, praise, and honor again. Thank you, Brother Butler, uh, I mean, Brother Stephen, Stevie B, for all you do and for all you accomplished, and that God may continue to bless and raise you up, that you might go even excel beyond Uh, uh, where you are today. It is our prayers that God go with, keep, guide, and protect you. It is our prayer. So long, and I hope everything is well.
2: You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.
0: down here, Lord, sometimes it gets rough, so rough, so rough, sometimes it gets tough for me, has anybody been lonely, all by yourself? congregation in need of lending for a
4: building or expansion project? As your partner and advocate, Diversified Financial Network will take the time to understand your unique situation and develop a financing solution that meets your specific needs. It's an exciting time for your congregation and what you need is a company with expertise in church financing early in the process. Call us today at 1-866-513-6665. Or visit us at www.diversifiedfinancegroup.com.
1: This is a program reminder. Stevie B's May Production presents. We're airing live shows here on Blog Talk Radio. The telephone number to the live show is 713 And the website is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Gospel Light Radio Show. On Tuesday, I'm hosting a live show on the second, the third, and the fourth Tuesday of the month. On the second Tuesday of the month, I'm hosting a live show from six to eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time, five to seven p.m. Central Standard Time. We have a special guest speaker from the Brotherhood of the Churches of Christ who will be making their proclamation of the Gospel of Christ. And we also have the Community Corner segment. That segment is designed for small business owners and entrepreneurs. We have products and services. For our community, I also have two co-hosts on this uh, Tuesday night show. Lou Gilbert, he's the evangelist for the Old Book Park Church of Christ there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And Isa Mullins, he serves with the Church of Christ in Cary, North Carolina. And on the third Tuesday of the month, that show will air from 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And my co-host is Dr. Anthea Lane, She's a board-certified obstetricianist and gynecologist. She serves at the Great Road. Church of Christ in Cincinnati, Ohio and she'll be hosting the show Conversations with Dr. Lane and then on the 4th Tuesday of the month at 7pm Eastern Standard Time, 6pm Central Standard Time, my co-host is Kelly Fletcher, she serves with the Livingstone Church of Christ in Indianapolis, Indiana and she will be hosting the Kelly Fletcher show and on Thursday I'll be hosting the live show, the Gospel Light Radio show that show will air from 6-8pm to Eastern Standard Time 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and I have seven co-hosts on that show, Clay Phillips, Dr. Frank Washington, Steve Cordell, Robert Lee Johnson, Glenn McMillan, Courtney Carruthers, and Brian Christian Coleman. On that show, we'll be making their proclamation of the gospel of Christ, and each week i have two co-hosts on the air with me, and I'm also taking a question from my social media platform on Facebook called Shout It Out, and I'll be posing this question to one of my co-hosts on that live show. And then on Friday night, I'm hosting live shows, B Acapella Gospel Music Blast, and this radio show is the 2022 recipient for the Lakama National Academy of Christian Acapella Music Artists Award for Outstanding Achievement for Record or Radio. And that show will air from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. On this show, I'm playing some of the world's greatest acapella gospel music artists, the sweet sounds of voices, and we're also interviewing artists, producers, comedians, etc. And we're also debuting new music and featuring old music on the broadcast as well. Every third Friday, welcome! I have my top twenty countdown show, and I also have on-demand episodes. There's a variety of musical platforms you can get your podcast from: Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Apple, iTunes, YouTube, just to name a few. We also have recorded version shows. These shows, uh, album debuts mostly, and the same playlist that was used for the live show was used for these live recorded version shows. And these shows can only be heard on iHeartRadio, on D-Surf, and also on Amazon Music. Just search for Stevie B Media. Search for Stevie B Recorded Version Shows. We also want to thank all of our sponsors, Who are sponsoring these radio shows If you would like to be a sponsor for this radio show Just call my sponsorship manager Michelle Marco from Fort Lauderdale, Florida And her telephone number is 954-687-4705 The three E's of Stevie B Media Production It is the objective of this broadcast We want to educate We want to edify We want to encourage you in a study Of God's word And that will conclude our program announcements. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord, radio show. Our community corner is up next.
2: You're listening to What a Word from the Lord, radio show.
0: Thinking about what you've done for me in my life, I just want to say what you really mean to me. You're my everything, my joy your peace, you're the reason why I sing. Lord, I don't deserve anything you give given me So I just gotta say thank you What's oh, nice for your love and grace, So I just gotta tell you this mm-hmm. I will always you Worthy to be praised So I shall worship you For all of my days You was that victory And gave me the strength so I can win this race. But I'm giving you All the honor and all the glory you sell forever I need All of these blessings You give me Is the reason why I say
2: are listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show, The Community Corner.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the Community Corner segment is designed to just simply tell our listeners just what products and services are offered in our communities and how you can contact these various vendors for their services. Ladies and gentlemen, you'd be surprised to know just what services are being offered People that are sitting right there in our congregations. This is one of my favorite segments because we get a chance to just hear what are some of the things that people are doing around us to serve in our communities. We've had people on this show who are financial and financial services, legal services, authors, community consultants, uh, college consultants, professional boxers. We've had uh, actually a candidate that's running for president of the United States in the year 2024 that was on this broadcast as well. So we're just excited about this segment we get a chance to hear what are some of the things that people are doing around us to serve in our community. My special guest in the Community Corner this evening is Lamar N. Robertson. He's has a kingdom business clothing, and he's out of Baltimore, Maryland, relocating to North Carolina. Lamar N. Robertson, how you doing? Welcome to the Community Corner.
5: My man, how you doing, Doc? Can you hear me? Him?
1: I hear you just fine. Now, why don't you tell my listeners now what it is that you're doing to serve in our communities? Well, first of all, I want to thank you so much for giving me the
5: opportunity and the platform to be on your show. I think you're doing some tremendous work. God bless you. And may God continue to bless all your endeavors, sir. And uh, once again, I am ecstatic. Yes, you you said it yourself. Uh, I am the CEO and founder of Kingdom Business Clothing, LLC, and uh, really what KBC is all about, which is our acronym, it's about uh, encouraging, exciting, and uniting uh, individuals uh, through God. The whole vision is to bring us all together uh, to allow us to understand that there is a being that is much more powerful than we are, but we all each have a purpose-driven life, and it's something that we're called to do. And we don't have to do it by ourselves. We can do it together. And that's what it's all about, you know, kingdom business. And so, therefore, Amen. the ideal is to uh, just make sure that we all understand what is important, It's putting it in first and then doing it together. And if uh, we, you know, you know, they usually say, uh, know teamwork makes the dream work, but I believe right. teamwork makes his his dream work amen to me, that's that's important so thank you again for allowing me to be a part of this platform
1: yes, sir Now you have a a very unique business going on here. you're doing clothing now, why don't you tell us yes. now what is it that you saw that was necessary to start this particular business?
5: Well, you know in the beginning of twenty nineteen uh you know I was able to just you know just sit there and think about a way that I wanted. Uh, individuals to be more impactful uh, when it comes to uh, God and, and his in the church or the ideas of Christianity. And so I uh, put together at first putting out some t-shirts. And then I remember my grandmother told me years ago, she says, if not now, when? And so when 2020 hit, you know, that was, you know, pandemic, you know, we're still in a, I guess, post-pandemic or in some sense still in the pandemic. Uh, you know, I've just seen how a lot of individuals impacted by. Uh, Covid and how folks were losing individuals and people were losing jobs, people were just losing their faith. And I, I said to myself, I, I have to do something uh, to mm-hmm. encourage people. I have to do something to excite people, and I have to do something to unite us. And so right. I just I went ahead and applied for the LLC. I put the clothing line together, and uh, my my first sale I sold over 1,400 T-shirts. And I said, Oh wow, wow people are really people are really interested in this uh, this vision. And right. I said, well, let me continue to push this vision, and so we move from T-shirts to hoodies, sweatshirts, uh, shorts, tank tops. <laughs> we even have baby bibs. And,
2: well, we okay. so we wanted okay. to really,
5: you know, push, you know, you know, you know, really push the agenda, uh, but letting folks know, man, that God is still in control, and
1: Amen. you know, we
5: just got to do our part, and He'll do His. And so that's what KBC
0: represents.
1: You know, when I first started this radio show, I've always been trying to find ways to make sure the gospel gets out so i was always on social media I've ha- i have uh various uh biblical discussion groups on social media even currently right now you know and but i always wanted to do radio and and i actually put out a filler one day i asked the question i'm thinking about doing radio and i was a major uh mass communications in north carolina a&t but i never had a chance to actually do radio so I put a oh, wow. player out right there on social media. I said, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a radio show. What do you all think about it? And I got a lot of positive feedback on that. Oh, you that's know? Awesome. So so then I said, okay, we're going to put this radio show together. What, What's the name? What name should we call the radio show? So, you know, okay. start getting a lot of responses in the different names. So. It was just a lot of positive feedback, and we've been on the air since 2016, and a lot has happened, man. This show, these not this particular show, but all of the productions that I'm doing, has just uh, really exceeded my expectations. It's just been oh, wow. an incredible wow. journey. You know,
5: congratulations, my brother. Congratulations
1: yeah. to you. Yeah. Now I have one more question that I did want to ask you. Now. As far do you think you're really getting the support from the brotherhood for what it is you're doing with your oh, kingdom that's a real, business?
5: That's a real, well, that's a really good question. You know, Matthew 633 is really uh, the model for us, and that is our core uh, mission. You know, you know, we all know Seek ye first, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things that so we added unto you. It's really about doing what we're called to do. And I truly right. believe that if you do what God has asked of you to do, uh, mm-hmm. the reciprocity would be higher than you can ever imagine. Right. So we have right. been blessed, and the, the clothing line has been blessed, to answer your question, to mm-hmm. have our brothers and sisters that are in Christ uh, to support. We're talking about Churches of Christ, but we're also talking about individuals who are not even members of the body that right. have been supporting this brand, and they have been supporting this brand um, uh, effectively and effortlessly since 2019. Uh, 2020, we officially uh, went ahead and launched and, man, folks have been in growth supporting. And not only have they been purchasing, but these proceeds that folks uh, uh, allow themselves to participate in when they're buying something, the proceeds go right back into the community. And that's what I try to tell people. I try to tell people that this is a community outreach uh, business. When something is purchased, we put it right back into the community. We were able to uh, situate and raise over $9,000. It was Christian Chronicle. I was able to cover that and other uh, uh, other, uh newspaper articles and other webcasters were able to see us giving money back to uh, the Texans, uh, Dallas, Houston and places when the snowstorm hit I don't know Mm -hmm. if you remember that in 2000 I think it was 2021 Uh, We gave over $9,000. We we we're very involved in the community. In Baltimore, we're very involved into the county and the city, uh, feeding folks and clothing folks. And we do our best with the proceeds that we we raise from KBC. So it's not just about uh, the – I tell people this is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle. And so when people invest into the brand, we invest in the lifestyle of human beings. And so I truly appreciate everybody that has supported Kingdom Business Clothing.
1: So now is your relocation complete now or are you still in transition? Oh no
5: we no we we're still in we're still in transition. Um, you know, announcements being made and things of that nature, I thank God for it. But the Lord will as you know and some others know across the brotherhood, I'll be transitioning to the Carver Road Church of Christ with Doctor uh Jeff Carruthers as the minister and I'll be uh, coming in as an associate in a variety of different ministries, including oh, okay. praise and worship. So, yeah i'm very i'm very excited about that and there's some other work that i'll be doing with uh qea a phenomenal academy quality education academy there which is doing some amazing work and i'll be coming on board there so i'm just i'm just really excited man god is really uh uh opening up doors and he's allowing me to utilize the gifts and talents that he's bestowed on me until i'm no longer uh, able to use them
1: amen <laughs> so, um, you know uh, i I'm brother, so thankful. i was going to say you know jefferson his brother Courtney. He's one of my co-hosts on my Thursday night show.
5: Oh, man. Well, I need to I need to be on with Courtney. Come on. I need to get on there with your Aunt Courtney, man. <laughs> That'd be cool, man. We have a hallelujah good time on that, Doc. Yeah. We have a good time in the Lord. I want to plug this fact, really quick. Huh, go ahead. No, I want to plug this really quickly. I don't know if you're going to ask me, but if anybody is interested um, in looking at KBC or buying something from the line, they can go to uh, kingdombusinessclothing.com. That's www.kingdombusinessclothing.com, or they can put Kingdom Business Clothing in in the Google, and you'll find us on IG, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. But if you want to buy something, you can go to kingdombusinessclothing.com, and you can just get whatever you need to get for yourself, for Big Mama, for your cousin, for your husband, your wife, your best friend. Go ahead and support it.
1: Well, I was just going to say that uh, Courtney will be on this Thursday night on the show. Oh, Oh, wow, wow,
5: wow. wow. Well, let me call in then. Hopefully I can call in and talk to Cornerman. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, Lamar, thank you so much for joining us in the Community Corner and sharing your kingdom business clothing with us. We certainly appreciate it.
5: Thank you, sir, for allowing me to do this, and God bless you, and may he continue to bless you uh, in all your efforts.
1: Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Lamar. And Robinson, he's the CEO and founder
2: of Kingdom Business Clothing. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sir. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.
0: And if you miss me from singing, singing, and you can't find me nowhere, nowhere. come on up to Glory. Glory. I'll be singing the praises. Yes, I will, and I I'll be praying. Whoa!
2: You are listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ.
1: Now my special guest speaker, Kevin Moore from the Selma Church of Christ in Selma, North Carolina.
3: All right. Good evening, Uh, uh, radio audience. It's good to be on this evening with you all. And I would like to, first of all, take this opportunity uh, to thank Brother Stevie uh, for the opportunity and uh, for the invitation to speak on this evening. Uh, it's been a very encouraging and enlightening show thus far, and uh, Brother Stevie, we thank God for you and you using your talents and abilities in broadcast to uh, get the gospel out. Um, I'm not much on preliminaries, as was stated earlier. I worship uh, at the Selma Church of Christ in Selma, North Carolina. Uh, I'm not the minister there, I, I used to be, uh, I have a young man there, and uh, Brother John Dupree is our minister, and I'm one of the elders there, so uh, and we have three other young men who preach uh, at the Selma Church, and so uh, I get the opportunity to get in the pulpit every now and then, so I'm always thankful for the opportunity. Uh, I'm not much on preliminaries, we just want to uh, get to the matter at hand this evening, and that's to... Uh, proclaim the Word of God I hope you all have your Bibles. so if you would grab your Bibles and follow along I'm a Bible kind of guy and I like for you to follow along with me so if you would grab your Bibles or if you're going to be taking notes and turn to the book of Colossians uh, this evening we're just going to look at some excerpts and uh, some highlights from the book of Colossians some information that I've done in Selma and different places before And so I hope this might be a benefit to you uh, on the radio program this evening. But we're going to be looking at the book of Colossians. And so, brothers and sisters, it's important to understand that the word of God, the Bible, is God's mind that he sent to mankind. And we all recognize that the Bible consists of 66 books and 39 in the Old Testament and 27 in the New Testament. And this evening, we're going to be looking at one of the epistles uh, written by the Apostle Paul. And we'll look in Chapter 1 and highlight some information here that hopefully can be an encouragement to us. But I want us to understand as we begin to look at the book of Colossians that every book in the Bible has a purpose. And once we hone in on the purpose of the book, it gives us an understanding of what God had on His mind when He written, when He wrote the Bible to us. It's important to understand that the Bible was written for our benefit and for our learning. The Book of Colossians, by some, has been termed the twin epistle of the Book of Ephesians. The Book of Ephesians it deals with the Church of Christ and how God had in his mind before the foundation of the world that he would put all mankind in one body. And so in Ephesians, the Bible teaches us about the church of Christ that God had, uh, had, in play, had it planned before the foundation of the world. But the book of Colossians, the twin epistle of Ephesians, it is about the Christ of the church. The book of Colossians, that shows us that in everything, Jesus Christ has the preeminence. Now, the purpose of the book of Colossians. In Colossians chapter number one, take a look at verse number 28, and it gives us our purpose. Paul said the purpose, one of the purposes of the book, he says that we preach Christ, warning every man, and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. So Paul wrote the letter to the church at Colossae, and he says that it was to warn all men and and gospel preachers that we have on the line this evening. We need to understand that that's the purpose of gospel preaching, to warn every man and to teach every man in all wisdom. Why, Paul? So that we may present every man perfect or complete in Christ Jesus. So the Bible is showing us, ladies and gentlemen, that one day we're going to stand before God and be judged by God and the purpose of the Bible. In Colossians here, Paul says the purpose of preaching and the purpose of Christianity, is to warn every man and to teach every man so that that day when we stand before Christ, we'll stand before him perfect and blameless. Now, let's watch a few things in the beginning of the letter that Paul wrote to Colossians. In verse number one, we have our greeting. Paul says, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timotheus our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now watch what Paul says in verse 3. We're going to draw some some lessons from verse 3. He says, we give thanks to God. Now that's important, ladies and gentlemen, because as a child of God, in every situation of life, we need to learn to give thanks. If you remember in your Bible in Philippians chapter 4, I believe it is, Paul says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, should guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, even in Philippians, Paul encourages the church that when we pray to God, that there's always reason for thanksgiving. So Paul says in verse number three, we give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Verse four since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which he have to all the saints for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. Now, I want you to underline three words in your Bible. Notice in verse 4 and 5, we see the word faith. We see the word love. And in verse 5, we see the word hope. Now, for Bible readers and Bible students, you've seen these three words before. You remember in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, that great chapter of love? And then at the end of that chapter, when Paul began to talk about the three abiding principles of God, he says, now abide these three, faith, hope, and love. And Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, and the greatest of these is love. Now, the reason Paul said the greatest was love is because, ladies and gentlemen, love is the only quality of God that is eternal and everlasting. Love. The Bible said God is love. Now, faith is not eternal. Because the Bible said that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So what we learn from this definition, ladies and gentlemen, is that once we make heaven our home, we are no longer need faith, because the Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So once we see heaven, there's no need for you and I to continue to have faith in heaven. Now the Bible says hope. In the book of Romans, the Bible says Why does a man hope for that which he has already seen? So we have the hope of heaven now because we've never seen heaven. But once we get to heaven, we won't need the hope in heaven anymore. But the Bible says that the greatest of these is love. Because the Bible teaches us that God is love, and once we make heaven our home, we will forever be based in in the love of God. So Paul says in Colossians chapter 3, he says we give thanks to God the Father. He says in verse 4, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which He have for all the saints and for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. Now watch how this hope is tied up to something important. He said this hope is laid up in heaven, whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. You see, ladies and gentlemen, the truth of the gospel brings about hope. Without the gospel, there is no hope. The Bible says also in Ephesians, this twin epistle of Colossians, that there is only one hope. And the hope of the Christian is to one day make heaven our eternal home. But we notice that Paul is teaching us in the book of Colossians that this this eternal hope is wrapped up in the gospel of Jesus Christ. For without the gospel, there is no hope. Now, I want you to notice also in chapter 1 and verse 23, the Bible says, If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope, of the gospel. You see, I'm telling us that the gospel brings hope. The gospel brings hope of eternal life. Now, someone on the call tonight might be wondering, what is the gospel and and, and how do I obtain this hope? And for those on the call who are members of the body of Christ, this is so critical and so important. We live in a world now where people are looking for hope. The majority of our society has lost hope. They've lost hope in government. They've lost hope in family. They've lost hope in employment. They've lost hope in health and fitness. The the, the whole society has lost hope for you and I as members of the body of Christ. We have the good news of the gospel of Christ that can restore hope back into mankind. Well, the Bible says there's only one hope, and the gospel brings the hope of eternal life with Christ Jesus. We also recognize that the word gospel means good news. So we may ask ourselves this evening, why is the gospel good news? Well, first of all, we have to understand the definition of the gospel. The Bible teaches us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, and at the latter part of that text, that the gospel is none other than the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's good news, brothers and sisters. Why is the death, the burial, and the resurrection good news? Well, number one, Christ died. And when you understand why he died, it becomes good news. The reason Christ died is because the Bible said in the book of Romans, that the wages of sin is death. The Bible said that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So before Christ died on the cross, every one of us was under a death sentence. But the gospel becomes good news because the Bible said that Jesus died. It said the wages of sin is death. But God loved you and I so much. He loved his whole creation so much that he sent his son to die in our place. That gives us hope. Well, the Bible says that the gospel is the death and the burial of Jesus Christ. They buried him in a grave. And and that gives us hope because not only did they bury him in a grave, but on the third day, God raised him from the grave. The resurrection of Jesus gives us hope that one day, once you and I depart this old earth and we'll buried in the ground, that there's going to come a day when Jesus will come back from heaven and he'll resurrect you and I from the grave, and if we are found faithful, we'll live eternally with God in heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a beautiful hope that we as members of the churches of Christ ought to be presented to the whole world. So watch what else Paul says here. So he says in verse number 5 he says for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel and then he says this gospel in verse 6 which is coming to you as it is in all the world and it bringeth forth fruit you see many times in our churches we have we have lost hope in the gospel We have lost faith in the gospel, but the Bible is showing us that the gospel is so powerful that if we proclaim it, it will still bring forth fruit. At our congregation, in uh, in the last couple of weeks, the gospel has produced two new souls because we proclaim the gospel because we believe that the gospel is powerful enough to bring forth fruit. And then watch what else he says here in verse 6. He says, this gospel which is coming to you, as it is in all the world and bringeth forth fruit, as it does also in you, since the day ye heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. Now we've also learned earlier that the gospel is contained in truth and truth is contained in the gospel. But we see also that the grace of God is in truth. Brothers and sisters, the gospel is nothing more than the manifestation of God's grace. Although you and I have sinned against a holy and a righteous God, God loved us so much that he shed his grace upon us by sending us the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, drop down to verse 12. The Bible says that we are giving thanks unto the Father, which had made us meet. That word meet means he has qualified us, and, and he made us suitable to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. See, the gospel of Jesus Christ is God's mechanism of qualifying us for our eternal inheritance in heaven now watch what he says here now he says he, he made us partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life look what he did in verse 13 he delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son now pay attention to that word translated that's a word that they used back in the old testament it, it means to to transplant a race of people from one location to another location they use this word commonly this idea was commonly used in the old testament especially during the times when god's people the jews they were taken into captivity by the assyrians and 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 by babylon what babylon and what assyria would do is come in and capture the people of god and take them from their homeland in Jerusalem and translate them over into a foreign territory in Assyria or in Babylon. But what the Bible is showing us here, that God uses this concept for you and I in a very positive way. Because we belonged at one point in our lives to the kingdom of Satan, the kingdom of darkness. But through the gospel of Christ, God translated us He transplanted us from the devil's kingdom into the kingdom of his dear son. And that is only done through obedience to the gospel of Christ. And so we ought to thank God this evening that he loved us so much that he gave us the gospel. The Bible teaches us in Romans chapter 1 and verse number 16. And I encourage you this evening as members of the body of Christ to take on the mindset of Paul. Paul said in Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, he says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek, for therein, that means in the gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just, they shall live by faith. The gospel is God's power to translate us from the power of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. And as I begin to close, I want to leave you with one more idea, one more concept. In the book of Romans, the gospel is also called the gospel of peace. The word gospel means good news. It's good news because it gives us the hope of eternal life. The gospel is good news because it gives us peace. Now, be careful. It gives us peace with God. That's the purpose of the gospel. You see, in this world, the gospel does not always promote peace among mankind. Oftentimes, because of the gospel, it causes antagonism and conflict, even among family members. And so we have to always be mindful of the fact that God sent the gospel, the gospel of peace, to promote peace between man and God. Because when you and I were in our sins, the Bible teaches us that we we were enemies to God. Now, we know, according to Scripture, if you're taking notes uh, in Matthew chapter 10, We know that the Bible teaches us that the gospel came to promote peace between God and man and not necessarily man and man. The Bible says in Matthew 10, beginning at verse number 32, the Bible says, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, Him will I deny also before my Father which is in heaven. Now watch verse 34. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man that varies against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's foes, the where foes means a man's enemies, shall be they of his own household. Brothers and sisters, sometimes adherence to the gospel of Christ can cause conflict even among family members. But we thank God that it's good news because it promotes peace between you and God and between me and God. And if you want that peace this evening, if you're on the radio call, this evening. The only way you can have this peace of the gospel, this hope of the gospel, this translation from the power of darkness into the kingdom of God, dear son, you must obey this gospel. Now, the Bible teaches us that the gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Bible also teaches us that the gospel is good news, because one day Jesus is coming back. And the Bible teaches us in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, and verse 7, And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who know not God and obey not the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord, and from the glory of his power. Now, here's the good news. Jesus is coming back one day to judge the world. But if you and I have been found in obedience to the gospel of Christ, then when Christ comes back with his mighty angels, then you and I will be delivered from the wrath of God. That's a beautiful hope. That's a hope that we in churches of Christ ought to be delivering to the whole world, that they can have peace with God, that they can have the hope of eternal life one day with God, and that's only through obedience to the gospel. Now, the gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection. And and many people ask, how do I obey the gospel? Because I've learned in Thessalonians that if I obey the gospel, then I can escape the destruction of God when Jesus comes back. And so we need to be informing people. I like what Brother Stevens said, that the purpose of the radio program is to educate. And so we need to be educating our community that the way to escape the wrath of God is through obeying the gospel of Christ. And how do I obey the death, the burial, and the resurrection? Well, the Bible teaches us that when we are baptized, we are baptized into the death of Christ. The Bible teaches us that when we are baptized, we are buried with Christ. The Bible teaches us that when we are baptized, we are resurrected with Christ. The Bible teaches us that when we are baptized, we are crucified with Christ. That's all found in Romans chapter 6, verses 3 through 6, that when we repent of our sins and we are baptized in water for the remission of our sins, we die with Christ, We're buried with Christ, we're resurrected with Christ, and we have been crucified with Christ. And so if you're on the station this evening, if you have not yet obeyed the gospel, if you have questions about the gospel, we encourage you to investigate the gospel of Christ, to, to find your local congregation, someone, some member of the church, and study with them about the gospel of Christ. Because we and churches of Christ want nothing more than the world to experience the peace of God that's given through the gospel. We want you to experience the hope of God with given through the gospel. And we want all mankind to live eternally in heaven with God. And that's only done through the gospel of Christ. Brother Stevie, I thank you so much for the invitation, the opportunity to, to share just a small portion of God's Word this evening. We hope, trust, and pray that we've been uh, an educational source for those who may not know the gospel. And for those of us who do know the gospel, I hope that we've been encouraged and motivated to share the gospel with the lost and the dying world so that they might have the hope of eternal life. We now turn the station back over to Brother Stevie.
2: You're listening to What a Word from the Lord, radio show. I know the Lord. I
0: know the Lord. He'll take care. He'll take care. Take care of me. Oh, yeah. You see, we will. I know the Lord. I know the Lord. He'll take care. He'll take care. Take care of me. We'll Call on you oh, And you step yeah. in right Time oh, yeah. I know the Lord, know the Lord. Hey, He'll take care. We'll take care Take care of me oh, yeah. When we will. Lord I'm trying <laughs> to Every day Walking the right way. My, my, my. It gets hard. Hard on this road.
2: to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, that is our show. I want to thank you for spending a little time with us this evening in a study of God's Word. I want to thank both of my special guest speakers on the show. We had a special edition uh, in the first segment by Brother Paul Sanders. Uh, Paul is from the Smithsonian Church of Christ there in Florence, Alabama. He gave us the uh, presentation celebrating the life of evangelist Frank uh, Franklin Florence Sr. from the Central Church of Christ from Rochester, New York. I really do appreciate uh, Paul's presentation in that segment. Also, I want to thank my brother Kevin Moore. He's from the Selma uh, Church of Christ there in Selma, Alabama. I certainly appreciate his proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love the simplicity uh, of his message on this evening. And you don't have to uh complicate things when it comes to the word of god just tell us what the book says and that's what he did on the show tonight so i really do appreciate him i also want to thank my special guest in the community corner lamar N. robinson he has the kingdom business clothing there he's from uh, baltimore maryland relocating here to winston-salem north carolina the carver road church of christ north in north carolina so in winston-salem north carolina so certainly appreciate him coming on the show this evening as well. It's my prayer that the lessons that were given on the show have been beneficial to your spiritual lives and your relationship with the Lord has been strengthened because you're not only tuning in this radio broadcast, but you're giving yourself over to a study of God's word. So until we meet again, I pray God's continued blessings upon your lives and that he bless you real, real good. You've been listening to What a Word from the Lord, radio show on behalf of my co-host, Ison Mullins, Um, Lou Gilbert Kelly Fletcher and Dr. Uh, Enthirika Lane we really do appreciate your love and support for these radio programs I'm your host Steve Rob Butler good night everybody God bless you
2: you're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show
0: with all the talk what is your goal with all the thought, what is your go? With all the thought, what is your goal? Now that you, know, that, you know, that, you know, that 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 you know that Heaven is my goal No matter what they say, saying Call me and I'll go I'll tell you I'm not saying Lord, I hear the streets are paved the purest gold. Breath of God blows gently through my soul. The pearly gates shine, sparkles on a rainbow beam. Lord, I give my all to you, please. if they want to, I believe God knows, I'll never change my mind, that's all the song, the song that heaven is a fairy tale, that's the song, it's too silly to believe, that's what they told me, yeah, this world is all the heaven we are gonna get. But here's no perfect season, that's why I'm leaving That's why I'm so proud of, I'll be, be, when, he crowd, be when he comes in the crowd, I'm gonna be ready. When he comes in the crowd, I'll be ready. I'm going to be ready When he comes back. fact I'll be ready Heaven is my goal No matter what they're saying Call me and I'll go I'll tell you I'm not saying Eternal life is for you If you will believe Cause father loves us too Just like me him today, this world is not your home. You're just passing through. Just wanna be like heaven my goal. That's the thought you say, won't I believe God knows. I'll never change my mind no. though. Heaven is my goal. No matter what they say. Yeah, I'm not saying heaven Heaven, is my, heaven goal. is my goal Let's talk in faith You know that heaven I believe God Heaven knows. is my goal I'll never change my mind no.
2: Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.